Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor with over 30 years experience helping people just like you with natural, holistic healthcare and lifestyle change. Dr. Schaefer is the creator of The Vibrant Lifestyle, a wellness program designed around six fundamental principles that when applied to your life will result in remarkable changes. Again, welcome to Coffee with the Doc, and here's Dr. Schaefer. Hi there, it's Megan here, Dr. Schaefer's assistant. Welcome back to our last episode of Coffee with the Doc of 2018. It's been a great year and a time to reflect on 2018 and look forward to 2019. What worked well for you this past year and what didn't? And what areas do you feel you really were working well in and what areas you know you need to improve in in 2019? And also, what areas did you do bad in that you want to be more successful in and build on that? Life is about balance, working on weak areas while there are some times, well, at the same time, continuing in your good areas, your strengths. So hi, Dr. Schaefer. How are you doing? Hey, Megan, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, well, I really like uh, today's topic and the message. Uh, recently, I was uh, reading a book by Dr. Richard Blackaby, and something he said really kind of struck struck me, and I'll, I'll paraphrase it a little bit. He said, if you don't reflect back on your past, you're going to keep making the same mistakes that you've been making for years and years. In other words, to kind of grow and mature and develop or improve yourself or your life, you have to look back and see what didn't work and make adjustments. Um, How many of us have have made goals concerning kind of key areas of our life, but never accomplished them? Well, I I know, I think probably we all have. A lot of people uh, about this time of year, they kind of look forward and set some goals, uh, maybe make some New Year's resolutions, if you will, most of which seem to fade away within a few days or weeks or months into next year. Well, why did that happen? Well, generally speaking, we went at it all the same way that we have in the past, those same ways that didn't work, yet we keep repeating the process year in and year out. Some of you have probably heard the definition of insanity. Well, that's repeating the same old things the same old way, but expecting different results. It just doesn't happen. So I like today's topic. Uh, First, take a look back. Reflect on what worked in the past and really, more importantly, what didn't work and come up with a a new plan, a different way to do things going forward in 2019. Well, let's start off with this question. What area of health and well-being do you see being the most important to evaluate looking back and to look forward in 2019? Let let me step back a little bit and give kind of an overview. Uh, We have many facets to our life. All of us do. We have our our health, our finances, our family and friends, all those relationships that we have, our spiritual well-being, uh, mental and emotional well-being, our work, our productivity, how how we rest, our our structure, our body. And, And we cover a lot of these things on Coffee with the Doc. So that's a tough question, you know, what is the most important? Because all of those areas, as I've mentioned in the past, are kind of working together. They all are important. Uh, But think about it for a second. Uh, If you have one of those key areas in your life that's kind of a mess, wouldn't that negatively impact all the other areas most of the time? 
if I presented that question to my listeners, probably uh, the area that would be most important to them was the area that they were struggling with the most at that particular time. Um, so I'm going to go on a bit of a, a rabbit trail, if you will, but I'll, I'll come back and we'll kind of reel this all in. But my answer might surprise you just a little bit on which one I think is the most important. So give me a little drum roll over there. That's right. The area that I feel that is most important is our spiritual well-being. And here's why I'm, I'm going to say that. I'm a firm believer that, that we have a creator, God, and that God created each and every one of us uniquely and for a purpose. Um, how we accomplish that purpose may and, and probably will change as we go through life, but we always have a purpose. So our relationship with God and doing what he wants us to do is kind of the foundation for the rest of our life and all the other things that we do. Um, we can be doing and focusing on a lot of things in, in life, but if we're not really doing what God wants us to be doing, uh, we could really be wasting a lot of time, even though we might be getting some good things accomplished. So again, I believe that uh, we all have a God-given purpose, and really that purpose is more than likely involves other people and benefiting other people. Uh, God's only son, Jesus, he stated in Matthew 20, 28 in the Bible, I've come not to be served, but to serve others. So <clears throat> if you haven't figured out your God-given purpose yet, that's really the first step. Now, here's a resource that you can go to, uh, gpslifejourney.com. So it's GPS, like a, a navigating instrument, lifejourney.com. It's a great resource. Uh, once you know... Uh, what your purpose is, and you have a plan of action, kind of everything else will fall into place a lot easier. So in my Vibrant Lifestyle program, I've laid out six basic principles to health and well-being. Proper exercise, proper nutrition, proper rest, proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, proper structure, and purging and eliminating toxins. <clears throat> so that, that life purpose, that God-given purpose to us, kind of falls into principle number four, proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. But out of the remaining five principles, and again, they're, they're kind of all of equal significance, but, I'm going to have a little but in there. Once you start getting proper exercise, which is principle number one, on a regular basis, you tend to have more emphasis on following the other principles. In other words, exercise uh, involves at least some degree of effort. So <clears throat> you would want to get out there and eat right and eliminate junk from your life when you're putting energy into getting proper exercise. So I know when I'm exercising regularly and, and doing those types of things, I tend to eat better, rest better, and eliminate junk from my diet uh, much more easily. I'm much more motivated to do all of those things. So I know that was kind of a, a long answer to your question, but uh, first you find your purpose, and then I'd recommend getting on a regular exercise program. All right, Dr. Schaefer. So what is a couple of quick tips on getting started? On those two on those two points? Ah, <clears throat> ah you're going to make me come up with something here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I gave you a great resource on finding your purpose at GPS Life Journey. Um, both Megan and I have been through the GPS Life Journey. 
<clears throat> so I can tell you uh, from personal experience, it, while I kind of knew what my purpose was, it really honed that down for me and helps me to kind of each and every day, you know, set my priorities in my life. So I'd recommend that uh, also you could uh, obviously read your Bible on a daily basis, spend some time in prayer with your Creator, simply ask God what it is that you'd want you doing on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, what is your purpose? As for exercise, well, exercise is not a dirty word. Some people think that it is, but it's really about getting moving, using as many muscle groups of your body as you can. When you get moving, it not only helps your musculoskeletal system, but it helps all of your internal organs as well. You want to get your heart rate up, but do something that you like to do. So exercise is not something that you have to dread doing. It's simply doing something that's fun. Vary it, make it different, but make sure you're doing it three to four times a week. So that's a quick tip. Uh, concentrate on God and get moving. What do you think is the biggest stumbling block for people that are improving their health and wellness? So where do I see people uh, kind of falling short? In other words, they, they have uh, maybe great intentions, but they have difficulty sticking with it. That's a great Great question. I think it's one in that kind of reflecting back, you know, if we look back over 2018, uh, obviously all of us have some things, we have some goals that we set that, you know, we, we didn't really accomplish. And I think we all fall, fall into that. Maybe uh, we said, boy, we're going to lose some weight or we're going to get in shape or we're going to stop this particular bad habit that we have, but we weren't able to do it. Well, I think if we were honest, uh, again, I think we all have had some of that. But let me use a, a simple example. Let's say uh, uh, you wanted to lose 50 pounds. You realized you're, you're 50 pounds overweight, and maybe that's a, a goal that you have coming up this year. You want to get your, your weight in a, in a better situation. And if you start out on, on January 1st and say, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, well, certainly that's a, that's a good goal, and that's a doable goal. But in reality, can you lose 50 pounds in the month of January? Well, probably not. You know, could you lose 50 pounds through January and February? Well, that's maybe a little more doable. But, you know, it, it's, it's really a goal that, that is too big, and I think the, the focus is on the wrong thing if you're worried about the 50 pounds. How about this for a goal? Uh, you evaluate, you know, why are you 50 pounds overweight, number one. And you might need a little help, uh, and that's where we come in. We kind of can kind of show you from looking at your lifestyle, you know, what where you went wrong that you ended up, you know, 50 pounds overweight. And maybe that 50 pounds has come on over a, a five or 10-year period of time, and all of a sudden you're just realizing, wow, I've, I've had kids and, and I have neglected myself, and now I'm, I'm 50 pounds overweight. What I'd start out with a goal was, hey, I'm going to get some exercise or activity at least 15 minutes, three to four times a week, and I'm going to clean up the sweets and the sodas, maybe some of those, uh, those, uh, those snacks that aren't so good for me from your diet. And we're going to do it for the next two weeks. Now, could just about anybody accomplish that? Start to get some activity, 15 minutes, maybe three or four days a week, and start to clean up a little bit of the junk out of your diet. Well, certainly, most anybody could do that. And for the second two weeks after that, maybe say, you know, I'm going I'm to start including a lot more fresh fruits and vegetables in my diet, and I'm going to have leaner meats. And we continue to try to get that 15 minutes of exercise. Could anybody do that? 
Well, certainly. Anybody could do that. In other words, I think the goal was wrong to start with. A, the 50 pounds is too big, and it's focused on weight versus your health. Now, if you have someone that's maybe 50 to 100 pounds overweight, that's a great goal to lose that. But if you want to really lose the weight, I'd worry about losing 5 pounds, not 50 pounds or 100 pounds. And you take one step at a time. So the goal should be on really uh, doing the right thing, following the rules of health, those six principles that are in my vibrant lifestyle. You start out slow. You don't have to make radical changes overnight. So what I recommend is you take maybe two of those six principles. And again, those six principles are proper exercise, proper nutrition, proper rest, proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, proper structure, and purging toxins. So you take maybe two of those, and let's just say exercise and nutrition, which are the ones I kind of mentioned already here, and you start taking some baby steps in those two areas. Okay, you build on that gradually over the course of a month, over two months, over three months, over four months. Before you know it, guess what? You're going to be getting healthier. All of those six areas you're going to be making some improvements in. And guess what? Along the way, you're going to lose weight. That's right. So all of a sudden, you're sleeping better. You have more energy. Your weight's going down. You're thinking more clearly. You have a better sense of purpose. You're helping other people. And as well, your stress level, your anxiety level is lessening. So did I answer your question? or? <laughs> Long-winded. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you're used to that, right? Getting back to the six principles in your vibrant lifestyle, what things do you do to work on your health and wellness? What do I do? Yes. Wait a minute. Oh, you're asking me what I do. <laughs> yes. Ah, okay. Um, so do I really walk my talk? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> well, all right. So real life, you know, and and this is what we're all about. We can have all kinds of great uh, aspirations and great goals, but real life, especially if you're a mom with young children, real life kind of gets in the way often, doesn't it? You have great plans for a day, and guess what? Uh, Taking care of those kids and, and this and that gets in the way, and some of your goals get pushed off to the side. What do I do? You know, I try to get regular exercise, and Optimally, I'd like to do it before I go to work, but that doesn't always work out. I uh, I enjoy uh, pickleball. I used to play racquetball, so I at least have one night a week where me and some of the guys get together and we are active playing pickleball. I also like to walk around our neighborhood, and then I'll do some yard exercises. At least a couple days a week, I try to do that, and I stay very active with other uh, things that I like to do. We do we have some property, so we're always out walking around doing that. When it's summertime, I get in the pool and, and pray, play around with the grandkids. We also go trekking out in the woods often when we go out uh, hunting and go out in the woods. So we try to stay active in many different ways. So it's not just one way going to the gym, doing the same old exercises each and every time I go. We I vary it up and, and make it fun. So there's always some things that I like to do in there so that it doesn't quite seem like exercise. Uh, under proper nutrition, I try to eliminate the eliminate the junk. Now, uh, here we are as we just went through Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, all of those big holidays that just seem to have so much, you know, food that's not so good for me. 
Well, I try to not overdo it in a big capacity through that. But my goal, and one of the things that I do several times a year, is the Whole30 diet, which isn't really a a diet, but it's just going through a 30-day kind of cleansing period. I do it at least twice a year. And the remainder of the year, try to stick to that as much as possible following the what we call the Daniel Plan, which is fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, and lean meats as the primary foods that that I consume. So for breakfast, very often I'll have a a piece of fruit. I may have another piece of fruit mid-morning. And I try to keep it clean, stay away from processed foods as much as I possibly can. But again, I go on that Whole30 several times a year to simply clean out my system completely. I don't really drink sodas or tea. I drink water each and every day, lots of water all day long to uh, help flush out my system so I don't have that particular issue. So that's what I do as far as uh, nutrition, just try to keep it as lean and clean as possible. Uh, proper rest, we even in the through the years have invested in, in pretty high quality mattresses. Number one, um, you spend about a third of your life. So if you're going to live to be 80 or 90 or, or, or 100 years old, you've spent over 30 years in bed. So investing in a quality mattress is real, real important. So we've had a couple of different ones over the years, but always a high-quality mattress to help get a very good night's rest. But also try to maintain a semblance of of getting to bed at a particular time. Uh, When I start to feel tired in the evening, I just go to bed. You know, there's no sense fighting it and trying to stay awake to watch some stupid television show. So I'll just go to bed. Now, typically, I do not use an alarm clock. I get up about 5 o'clock in the morning. That's what time my body has rested. It wakes up, and I'm ready to ready to roll. But proper rest is very, very important. So you have a good quality mattress. Make sure your environment is good in the room that you sleep as well. Under principle number four, the mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. I'm going to take a breath now. (laughs) I'm answering your question, right? Yes, you are. Okay. Where the rubber meets the road, she wants to know, what do I do? Uh, Under proper uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, you know, I have a quiet time almost each and every morning. I read good quality books, uh, and and here's a big one that uh, I think most people don't realize. A lot of people will start their day, and they'll turn on the TV, and what's on TV in the morning? The news. 99.9% of everything that's on the news is not real positive. It's not a great way to start your day, so I don't do that. As a matter of fact, I don't watch the news at all because it's mostly negative stuff. I start my day with prayer, read my Bible. Uh, most often, I'll also be reading a, a good quality book about either personal improvement or some area of my life you know, that I can be working on. So I try to surround myself more with positivity, and, and, uh, and, and I certainly start with my connection with my Creator each and every day to guide my steps and, and know that anything He lays out for me to do, He's going to be right there with me uh, to help me accomplish that. As far as my structure, principle number five, which is kind of a misunderstood principle, people don't want proper structure. That's really trying to make sure everything in your body is working as well as possible. But I get regular massage and chiropractic care, and part of uh, the exercise also helps with my overall structure, try to maintain good posture You know, while I'm at work, while I'm at play, while I'm exercising. Posture is another key 
component of that. So I really try to work on my posture. And eliminating toxins, some of the big toxins that we talk about in Coffee with the Doc, tobacco products and alcohol products, I stay away from those. Uh, sweeteners and sugars and, and chemicals of those nature, I stay away from those. Whenever I go to the doctor for like an annual checkup, they always ask me, gee, what medications are you on? And when I tell them I'm I'm not on any medications, I've never taken any medications, they're a bit alarmed because probably 95% or more of the people that they see are on some kind of medication. Well, medications are toxic. While they're trying to do something good to your body, they always do something bad and their side effects. So I try to stay as natural as possible with anything that I take uh, for maybe a particular problem that I have, whether it's uh, essential oils or some other type of natural product, I utilize those and try to stay away from toxic products and try to cleanse my body with a variety of other uh, essential oils, uh, regular lemon juice, etc., which is very good for cleansing and lots of water throughout the course of each and every day. Did that answer your question, Megan, on do I walk my talk? <laughs> Yes, it did. Very good. Well, and, and I will say, and I started that out and I said real life, because real life does get in the way. So there's no way that any of us could be perfect in all of these areas. But those are the goals is constantly always getting back to and trying to improve on, although each and every day doesn't go as well as planned. Uh, in general, if you're following the rules of health, you're going to be a whole lot healthier than if you're breaking the rules each and every day. Sounds good. Thanks for sharing. All right. So what are the keys as we look forward into 2019? Reflect back on what worked and what didn't work. Probably that's more important question to ask. And don't keep trying to do things that don't work. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Do something different. If you need a little help in the area of health and wellness, we're certainly here for you. In a moment, I'll give you my contact information. But looking forward, set realistic goals and really focus on health not necessarily weight loss or getting in shape or some other thing. Because if you follow the rules of health, you will be in shape and you will be the proper weight and you will be resting better and your mental, emotional, and spiritual outlook on things will be much better as well. So it will all fall into place when you simply follow the rules of health. Well, I hope that's been of some value to you. Uh, looking forward into 2019 and looking back into 2018. My goal here on Coffee with the Doc is to help you and your family, your friends, lead a healthy, vibrant lifestyle so that you can enjoy life, become all that you were designed to be, serving others and glorifying our God and our Creator. Uh, do me a favor, uh, in this year coming up, uh, share this podcast with others, and I thank you again for tuning in.